Hey, well, hi there, listeners. Ellen here again. There's lots of, a lot of my friends call me Big Al. <laughs> Great to be potting with. Whoa, one of the, I wonder even if that's a term, potting. So lovely to be chatting again with you all. One-sided at this moment, but I have to say, hey, fairly soon, fairly soon, and I'm just hoping to swing this. I'll be excited to say that I'm going to be inviting one of the co-authors of the new Cecil. Uh, the latest illustrated guide to birds of Southern Africa. His name is Dominic Rollinson, and I'm really hoping he's going to agree to have a chat with us here on Chat Sapphire. It'll be great, great listening, I can promise you that, and I'm really, really hoping I can swing this. But anyway, let's get on with the chat that I want to actually talk about. You know what, what happened last week, or the week before? Oh my goodness. I've had the craziest fortnight since my last podcast. And if any of you have picked it up, you'll know what I'm going to say next. And my family have been ribbing me consistently. Apparently, and I listened again to myself, which I really hate listening to myself. I did mention that I'd seen a white-necked robin. Oh, what I wanted to say was a white-throated robin chat. Oh my goodness, really showing my age. You know, when you, when you know what you want to say and you say something different. But then again, maybe a few of the older listeners will sympathize with me, but not my family. But if anyone wasn't listening, I saw this great white, let <laughs> me say this again, white-throated Robin chat. Okay. Anyway, it's time to start talking birds, and I'll swing the flavors somewhat, you know, from fortnight to fortnight between the different types of species of birds. And I'm going to start with a raptor that I spot very, very often in the area where I live. And that is at Pennington. I actually love walking through the Mdoni Park indigenous forest. I take photographs there and I go birding there when I can because it's right near my place. It's down at Pennington, as I said, down the south coast. Our beautiful Mdoni Park golf course actually runs and passes through some of that uh, beautiful, beautiful forest. It's situated about about 80 k's from Durban, down south, uh, along the KwaZulu south coast. Anyway, back, as I said before, it's the second time I'm saying it, back to the talk on these eagles. One thing you need to know is that uh, raptors are divided into 11 groups. Um, I'm going to number them right now. It's the easiest way I can remember. As you, you heard me say before, I've got this scatterbrain. Number one is the, uh, I'd put the secretary bird on its own. Two would be your fish-eating raptors, like your fish eagle and your osprey. Number three, I would put vultures. Four, eagles and hawk eagles. Number five, snake eagles and battalia. I've separated them, and you'll see a little later, and I'll talk about it later as well, but maybe not tonight. Six, buzzards. Seven, goshawks and sparrowhawks. Eight, harriers. Nine, kites. 10 falcons and kestrels, and 11 owls. A lot of birds to talk about in these raptor species. I'm looking forward to spending some time with you guys chatting about these wonderful, wonderful, wonderful raptors. A lot of birders will tell you that true eagles have feathered legs, and this is true. Uh, these specific eagles can be broken up into two types. Um, the one is called brown eagles, like the steppe, the or steppe, tawny, lesser spotted eagle, warburgs, 
the bearded eagles, and the other type is other eagles. It's just a category called other eagles, where my eagle I'm going to talk about is going to be coming from. But um, to go back to what I said earlier, this is why you can see why I said that fish eagles and snake eagles, battleers, and that are not true eagles. But we will definitely talk about this soon. Boy, I tell you what, so much to say and too little time to say it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, let's carry on here. Which now actually brings me to my bird of choice from the eagles and the hawk eagles group. The crowned eagle or the African crowned eagle. Oh man, I tell you, you can't miss this eagle. It's beautiful, beautiful eagle. It gives off the most beautiful cry. You actually tend or call, whichever way you want to put it. But you tend to actually hear it sometimes long before you see it because it's got this beautiful call uh, as it's soaring high in the sky. I'm going to try and imitate it, but uh, I wish I could play it back to you at the moment. But I haven't got my sound recorder with me, but it doesn't matter. Hopefully my voice will give you the type of um, idea. It gives off a beautiful cry, but uh, most of the time it will be in flight, which sounds like... And then it goes down again, like I hope you heard that and just sort of understand that it's about the best I can do at this stage. But yeah, I have to try and bring some life into my conversations, and I just hope you understand. But you know, if you go and look into your your um, uh, apps that I spoke about earlier, go to one of these birds and play the sound, or go Google it and ask them to play the sound, and you'll see exactly what I'm. What I'm trying to get across. It gets its name from this beautiful, prominent, very often raised crown. Extended, uh, black-tipped, double double uh, crown. It's, 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 it's really, really beautiful. Um, this eagle is only found in the continent of Africa. It's not the largest of our eagles, but I'll tell you, by far the strongest. The largest of our eagles is the Marshall Eagle. But I'm going to definitely leave that uh, for another chat. Uh, the crowned eagle, or the African crowned eagle, uh, it's got powerful legs and thick talons. Uh, this actually allows the eagle to seize prey up to, and, and, I, and I've read about it, I haven't seen it, but I've read about it, up to about 30 kgs. They can kill bigger prey, but um, that that they cannot carry, they will dissect, and then they'll take parts of it back to their nests to feed their young and dwarf. <laughs> oh, I've got to feed the dwarf. Most of its prey is mammals, which includes, uh, I've got a list here, I'm going to read it out, vervet monkeys, hyraxes, mongooses, or is it mongooses? <laughs> anyway, small antelope like the blue darker and genus. Um, it's also been known to take out, uh, listen to this one, the certain birds, Hardidar ibis. And it's not one of the birds you'd find that most of the uh, raptors go for, but and I love all birds, I have to tell you, I really, really love love all birds. But the hardy ibis, when there's a lot of them around early in the morning or late in the evening, they drive me crazy. The African crowned eagle, it's a striking, really striking, but unmistakable plumage. It's got a mottled type of breast and, uh, and belly, and its wings, the wings' primary and secondary feathers are basically white with, you know, very heavy black barring. I wish I could show you, but, but, but here's the idea. We spoke about it the other day uh, when I 
I think it was on my first chat or second chat, when I said, you know, go out there and get yourself a very good birding guide or app and, 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 and try and sort of see for yourself uh, what this bird actually looks like. It really is, really, really is fantastic. I wish I could show you pictures while we talk, but I can't even talk, you know, put it across how beautiful they are. But hopefully you'll just go and have a look yourselves. The wings are basically shorter than most of the larger eagles, but but they make them, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty broad, which um, allows for much more maneuverability in the dense forest. We shall see them mostly have a nest in one of the higher trees and they feed through the um, on these things. And you know most of the the the, um, the game that they catch is in the uh, dense forests. The uh, juvenile is actually a blonde version of the adults having a mostly pale body. But he has effect for the ladies. The female is considerably larger than the male. The male, in all its glory, performs, I'll tell you, a very elaborate rise and fall display of the forest uh, canopy. Uh, it displays, uh, when it flies around, it displays, consists of, you know, a series of steep dives and ascents and uh, a few wing flaps at the top of each climb. And then it sort of descends down in circles of figure of eight. And all the time, you must just actually watch it. It's very, very interesting to watch it once you've identified in the, uh, this, uh, this bird in the sky. But it's really beautiful to watch it as it comes down, descends, and this beautiful figure of eight, and it calls all the time. It's quick, 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 quick. I want to make myself. I'm going to die laughing. Anyway, uh, it really is beautiful. Uh, their breeding season is around about September and October. They usually lay around about one to two eggs. But, you know, if there are two eggs, the smallest sibling is definitely going to starve to death because it will be outcompeted for food by the, by the um, larger one. Um, it's, it's really a majestic and fierce-looking eagle. And you must definitely keep a lookout for it in your area. If you do have it in your area, just look in your in your local garden and, and, and have a look if it's in the area. If not, try and ask another bird at your club or one of your friends that you know a bird. Ask them where you can actually go and find one. And it's worthwhile taking a drive to that area and trying to look for this beautiful majestic eagle. It's really, really worth your while. Okay, folks, I'm, I, I have to say that uh, I'm glad that some of you that did stay to the end of this chat, thanks a lot for listening. And if you need any answers, seriously, to any questions that you might have about anything birding, please just contact us at um, Chat Sapphire on Facebook or Instagram. So from me, Big L, L, get it? I'll be back. <laughs> so cheers, folks.